Here we go. In the land of the blind. Non-compliance is key. From an undisclosed location in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. That's right, folks. Joshua Michael, Non-Compliant America. Today is January 21st, 2023. And it's the first day of the rest of your life. Here you are. Welcome. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be joining you on this uh I think winter's finally here. I think it's cold, and uh, hopefully you're bundling up, staying dry. Hopefully you're enjoying your gas furnace while it lasts if you're still in the state of Oregon. A lot of people are leaving Oregon. A lot of people are staying. Um, almost everybody I know is trying to get out of here. So anyways, long of the short, uh, there is so much news today. I had, uh, I've experienced uh, information overload. And so I, I've completely uh, have been shut down as far as what I want to talk about today and what's going on. There is massive, massive COVID development. It, it, the dam is officially broken and the COVID narrative is completely collapsed. Um, now, will these doctors and people that have been prescribing and administering the vaccine, the mask mandate, mask Nazi police people, will they, uh, will they, will we get a Nuremberg 2.0? That's the million dollar question. And that's where I think the next big push is going to be. Uh, but the cat's out of the bag. The public knows it. I mean, trending again on Twitter today. Uh, same as last week. I think last week it was like vaccine deaths. Well, this week, uh, number two on Twitter is uh, vaccine genocide. So vaccine genocide is uh, is top five trending on Twitter right now. And you can just go on there. Uh, Dear fully vaccinated boosters. Friends, by now you all know you've been lied to about everything. Effectively, efficiency, safety, prevention, and transmission. You should be angry with the quote-unquote experts who lied to you not to us who warned you about who ended up being correct about everything so congratulations to you guys uh you know the end of my last uh podcast we talked about um how hats off to all of you that i persevered through the uh social strains and social uh discomforts that kind of went in with all the bullying from the mask nazis and the vaccine nazis and everything else another uh important victory to notate is the prime minister of new zealand is resigning uh unexpectedly just last minute and if you remember she was the one that basically stated uh, and I'm paraphrasing. I was trying to get some videos, but my com one of my other computers down for playback, so I won't have much playback this time, um, this show. But she was the one talking about, hey, uh, you know, we've changed our policy to where everybody has to get a test if they're in some type of quarantine center. To leave the quarantine center, they have to administer to the test. And basically, they're forced to do it because if they don't do it, then they have to stay for another 14 days. Ha ha ha, that's our new policy. Complete dictatorial uh, tyrant, you know, she's one of the, uh, the minions of Klaus Schwab, who's the head of the world economic forum, who you can see, uh, out boasting now on, uh, on, on the world stage, basically stating he is the master and they are all now the masters 
of the future. So any of the crazy conspiracy theories that, you know, everybody's been denying that there is a global cartel, global agency government collaborating with all the other registered governments overseeing their policies down to a county municipal level that is no longer a conspiracy there is a controlled demolition of our economies of our entire governments and i'm going to get into why the covid narrative is unfolding and i want to explain that if you think because here's the thing yes we've had some victories yes we've had some successes yes the movement is growing and the impact is growing and and there and that's great it's very positive we should we should focus on that and we've been very successful on that our base is so hardened now the next wave that they try to roll out uh it, they're not going to have many successes they're not going to get the mask thing i know they've tried to trickle it back in november they were trying to introduce the masks again and it fell flat on his face. That's not going to happen. But you got to understand these people, they have seven or eight forms of how they're going to be attacking us. And the next one that I believe is going to be, which I've been talking about, is a cyber attack. And they're openly admitting it's a cyber attack, right? So a cyber attack is probably going to happen. It's going to also uh, spiral into power outages, and different things that they're going to say, oh, we don't know why that happened. We don't know what happened. Uh, like uh, Bill Gates stating, I don't know what I was doing at Epstein Island 36 times. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why I went there. You know, so you got to understand these people, psych warfare, they, they, they take you for your good will uh, to where you're going to try to take what they say at face value. But we don't do that anymore. Their game's up. So I want to talk about World Economic Forum stuff a little bit, because uh, I do think it's important to notice that, notate that these people are falling on their face. A lot of A celebrities or A class representatives that were going to be going there have mysteriously canceled, such as George Soros said he had a scheduling conflict, even though it's probably the one of the most important events that he goes to every year. Right. So it's just that the narrative is collapsing. I know Rebel News is killing it over there with their grassroots reporting, uh, uh, getting these guys in between their meetings, following them in the streets, asking them hard questions. I know they got the Pfizer CEO uh, in there. They got Greta Thunberg, I think, yesterday or today. And if, if you got to watch this, folks, I retweeted it on my Twitter. You can follow me at noncompliant US at noncompliant US. Um, and I got a bunch of these stories on there that you can see, but if you, they were following Greta Thunberg, she didn't say really anything, but they're like, Hey Greta, you know, uh, are you going to denounce all the people that uh, commercially flied their airplanes here and used all their private jets to get here? You know, they could, they could have done a zoom meeting. They could have done this whole conference in a zoom uh, scenario to save on fuel shortage. And she's just laughing and laughing. She thinks everything's so funny. Uh, she's a tyrant. She's laughing because she knows she's a paid spokesperson to try to set the narrative associated with this climate agenda of nonsense. And she doesn't believe any of it. She doesn't care. Right. And so you got to understand these people are tyrants and we just have to stop letting them choose 
what we're going to do and how our futures are going to be. We just have to stop. We have to stop complying. Non-compliance. That's the key. Just parallel construct. Start making your own food. Start, start trying to find things that are American made. You know, get creative on all of that stuff. Because we got to save our country, folks. We have to do it for our kids. We have to do it. We have to do it for our kids' futures. And at this point, I can tell you, we are facing some extremely hard times. But outside of those times, if we can persevere, and if we can band together, just like our great country has done in the past, with the Great Depression, with World War II, uh, you know, with the coming together after the Civil War, and, uh, you know, all the different things. I mean, the Revolutionary War. With, uh, there's, there's great people here. There's great people here. And they're trying to flood us with, with migrants, immigrants, illegal aliens. They're trying to flood us through the border to disrupt our country and just overwhelm us and turn us into a third world hellhole. That is the goal. So anyways, I'm getting off on a tangent as I always do. A couple little side notes I wanted to notate. Um, the Fox News uh, mandatory vaccination policy for employees has now killed one of their own. Um, he was the VP of the news and politics at age 47. Alan Komisoff died at his home after suffering a heart attack. He's 47 years old. Fox News, Fox News, the great Fox News that everybody thinks is great, right? The only person that's decent on Fox right now is Tucker. Tucker is the only one. And I know uh, I was listening to Dr. Shiva uh, on Twitter because Twitter is kind of the new thing, except don't get caught in these traps on these spaces. So, you know, I, I know I was a huge advocate of these Twitter spaces. Well, some of them are falling apart and they're getting taken over by these, uh, these predators that are basically steering additional more information, misinformation. So you have to be careful with that. Try to find some people uh, that keep open platforms. If you want to keep the platform open, it's important uh, that you find a good host because I'm finding now a lot of these hosts like that Mario Neufeld guy uh, who's now literally was at the World Economic Forum, who still is at the World Economic Forum, uh, who's this big Twitter space open platform guy. He's trying to insert himself into everything and try to be a topic of conversation. That guy's a predator. Stay away from him. He is a hundred percent Judas goat. You know, he's trying to just pretend to be relevant. So anyways, uh, this Fox News host, very sad to say uh, he died at 47. Um, but listen to this. So this is Fox News, folks. So you got to understand that Fox has controlled opposition 100%. It's the second side of the bird. It's the uniparty. Yes, they have some good points. Yes, and everything else. But they try to put us in a box. And this is, this is what I want to talk about today, of taking us out of that box, Getting out of that box of thinking, oh, I'm a Republican. Oh, I'm a Democrat. Oh, I'm a Republican. Oh, I'm a Democrat. I'm an independent. I'm a libertarian. You know, you have to understand a lot of these companies, especially the Oregon Republican Party, uh, the, you know, the Republican movement, uh, they're all infested with a bunch of people that are just trying to line their pockets and soak off the labor and sweat labor of the good people, the volunteers and the good people that donate to these organizations and give them money, they never actually do anything. They give everybody lip service, but they don't ever actually do anything. So it's very important to understand that you have to vet these people and donate directly 
to the campaigns that you want. Don't donate to the Oregon Republican Party. Don't donate to some blanketed organization. Like every time I go through the drive-thru now, you know, my kids like these certain things at these certain drive-thrus. Every single time. I mean, it'll be, say it's $10.17. They'll say, hey, do you want to round up to $11 for Change for Children? And it's like, no, I don't want to donate to Change for Children. And, and it's sick and it's disgusting that you even ask me and put me in that position, right? Because you do some research, these corporations, these giant corporate franchises are using your good faith and good heart to try to bully you so they get a bigger tax refund because they're taking that money and all they're doing is applying it through a tax loophole to get more money. They're not actually good organizations. Now, they may be doing some good things, but for the most part... It's just these bureaucrats just getting more money. And how sick and disgusting is it that they're sitting there asking for, you know, more money out of drive-thru when you're just there trying to get food? I donate plenty, but I donate plenty to good places, places that I know that make a difference, like the Liberty House in Salem, the Liberty House. They do real good work. They do groundbreaking work. They are in the trenches, making a difference, helping children, right? Change for children. You name someplace change for children. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, that means that, yeah, what kind of change? Are you talking about transgender change? Are you talking about sex change? What kind of change for children? You know, you're going to remove the nuclear, nuclear family, that kind of change? Get a fatherless home, that kind of change? You know, so you got to understand just because a name like that doesn't mean that it's a good organization. So you have to do your research. You have to dig. They do things to try to trick you into thinking that they're doing a good thing. Kind of another example, when you're voting on the voting ballot in the primaries or uh, at the general election, remember it said Democrats and then there was a comma, then it says working families next to whomever the Democrat representative was. They literally named the PAC working families as a party. So then they could be endorsed and then put it next to their name. It's a form of uh, propaganda. That was a form of marketing. That was a form of advertising literally on the voting ballot. People are snakes, folks. You got to watch out. Watch your six. And we're getting into the real fight. We'll be right back. Hey, thanks for listening. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at noncompliantus. Broadcasting from the formal state of Oregon in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. We're back, folks. This is your life now. Welcome. It's time to fight for our futures. It's time to get organized. Start talking with your neighbors. Building a community of people that are like-minded. Have conversations. Don't try to change everybody's mind now. It's not going to work. We're past that point. Predatory gay couple in the U.S. is accused of raping adopted sons, pimping them into a pedophile ring. 
no, this is back in August of 2022. These people are just now getting uh, in trouble for that. So Zachary Zulock, 35, a banker, and his husband, William Dale Zulock, a, a government worker, they won't say which agency, are currently in jail after being detained in July 2022 at the time the investigators were in the Sheriff's Criminal Investigation Division received a tip that the person was downloading child sex abuse material. Afterwards, they were informed about another individual who was producing homemade child sex abuse material with at least one child who lived in the home with the perpetrator. According to the statement from the sheriff's office at the time, detectives executed a search warrant on July of 27. So this was this was back last year in July. The adopted fathers, William Dale Zulock Jr. and Zachary Jacob Zulak have been indicted by a grand jury on charges of incest, aggravated sodomy, aggregated child molestation, sexual exploitation of children, and prostitution of a minor. These mother, these guys should be taken out and shot and executed after they're found guilty. There's no room in the world for pedophiles. There's no room in the world for predators. You want to send them somewhere? Send them to Saudi Arabia. So, this is the adoptive, loving uh, environment that the left is trying to create, that's coming here, that's already here uh, in this armpit of the country, formerly known as Oregon, known as FEMA Region 10. This is what the LGBTQP movement is all about. This is an hourglass into the window of where they're trying to take this thing. And you know what? And I guarantee these people probably got uh, accepted through the agency when they did their vetting process in order to get their children and adopt their children because the system didn't want to be transphobic. The system didn't want to be homophobic. The system didn't want to be judging. So they just moved over any type of discrepancies that might have popped up through a normal background check. Well, maybe, uh, you know, there's some more digging that could have been done. Yet they didn't do it, and they were pushed through and into the system, which allowed them to get these two children and basically pimp them out. (sighs) This makes me so upset. This makes me really mad. Um, so anyways, that's a story that is worth talking about. And this is where the love is love and love, love children. The gayest place in town is their floor mat that says they got rainbows and crap everywhere. It's dangerous. It's dangerous, folks. Got to watch out. And that is the transition. What the trans trans movement is about. They're migrating to the minor attracted person movement. New York Times had an article. They're, let's not call them pedophiles anymore. Minor attracted person. That's their name. And it's not their fault. Right? They're not monsters. You know? They just, they just, they just need help. They have, they have mental illnesses. <sighs> yeah. Uh, so Joe Biden's secretary of state announces 2.5 billion more for Ukraine aid. Let's just keep pumping money, folks. Let's just keep giving them more money, more and more of our tax money. Let's do that. That sounds like a great idea. Let's give Ukraine more money. Where do you think that money's going? It's toward missiles, toward the war that they're escalating, that they're provoking to put us in. 
to fight against Russia and put us into a global war. World, World War III, we're already in it, just hasn't officially formally been announced, and it may never be announced, right? Congress is already in violation. They haven't officially declared war, yet they're sending troops over there. That's why the federal government just needs to be absolved completely. And we need to go back to states. We just need to be called the states. And you know what? Let our governors run things. And let the states decide. We'll set up our own trade systems. And we'll succeed from this united states. Because we aren't united at all. And we don't back these federal bureaucrat bullies in their aimless, effortless, uh, meaningless war that they keep provoking and putting us in. It's, it's absurd, folks. It's absolutely absurd. Meanwhile, the Florida governor, Ron DeSantis, prescribes freedom plan and bans, or he plan, his plan bans vaccine passports, supports doctors, free speech. We know what's going on in uh, California, which is also coming to Oregon, which is also going to Washington. They are literally trying to revoke the licenses of doctors that speak out against the medical board and the boards of the technically the Bill Gates uh, research facilities that come up with all the new science and the new processes and procedures. He's embedded so far deep into that stuff. So they're trying to ban and be able to imprison doctors that come out and counter the narrative, quote unquote, disinformation. So the good old DeSantis is countering that. Meanwhile, also the state of Wyoming, I don't remember which year, I think it's 2026. They're banning the sale of electric vehicles by 2026. Or it's 2026 or 2035 or something like that. Anyways, they've, they have it on, on a bill. They're going to ban electric vehicles in their state. <laughs> yes, please. That's the type of leadership that we that we need. That's the type of thing that we need. And I'm so happy that there is a great group of people in this country that are starting to realize that that we can take our country back through the states, through the counties, through the the city municipalities. It's very important. And just one more thing to notate. This is the year for the school boards to vote on their new school boards. So if you want to get involved, if you want to make a difference, I highly suggest let's get our name out there. Put your hat in the ring for your local school. Let's take over these school boards and save our kids. We'll be right back. time to unmask the truth and expose the lies. The occupied forces do not want you to hear this broadcast. Breaking through the censorship and delivering raw, unedited content, it's Joshua Michael with Non-Compliant America. Welcome back, Joshua Michael of Non-Compliant America. Make sure to subscribe to my podcast at noncompliantamerica.com. That's noncompliantamerica.com. We need your support. We need your feedback. Uh, this is a group effort. I'm here to be a vessel 
I'm here. I'm here to be an amplifier to your message, and your message being, uh, you know. We are tired and sick and tired of you poisoning us. We're sick and tired of you robbing our God-given rights and our futures. And uh, and I'm here to be a beacon for that. So let's get involved. It's time to get active and get activated. You know, there seems to be a lot of uh, victories going on. That's because you are all getting activated. And so I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to be uh, a part of this movement. And uh, yeah, so a couple little things I want to touch on, Uh, you know, as every show now, it's kind of turning into a thing. I want to recognize uh, some victims of the genocide uh, COVID shot. Uh, And this week it is a a 21 year old surfer, Evan McMillan. The cameras, there's cameras and, uh, you know, you don't want to watch this footage um, happening, but that Evan was standing on his feet on his board, on a surfer board. He was a surfer suddenly collapsed in the water. He was found minutes later when given CPR rushed to the hospital, but it was too late. Heartbreaking. This is a heartbreaking story of this guy named Gary from Missouri. He's 44 years old. His life was destroyed after taking the Pfizer shot. And now he is shaking uncontrollably. It's been over 20 months He's been shaking uh, now, and there is no improvement. He's disabled. Dr. Lindsay Ann Heck ran multiple vaccine clinics in Pennsylvania. She died at 25 years old. 25 years old. And if you look at her, she looks healthy. She's a beautiful young girl. Uh, she was a young pharmacy school graduate and a doctor and has died suddenly. The cause of death is yet to not be revealed right? 32 year old dying of cardiac failure, fully vaccinated. She then posted a picture on her social media, 32 year old talking about heart failure due to blood clots. Uh, now she's gone with us. You see what's going on folks. We have to protect these people. We have to get this word out. We can't stop. We have to be relentless. And it's happening. Canada is now announcing that they have a stroke season, which is right after the quote unquote flu season. So Canada is like, oh, yeah, I, I didn't know about this. And I posted it on my Twitter. I, like I said, I can't post my uh, my uh, my videos today, but they're like, oh, yeah, I guess we didn't know about this. This has always been a thing. There's a stroke season immediately following this flu season. And so they're trying to normalize that with strokes. I've seen more strokes now than ever before, but come to think of it, yeah, there there was a there was a stroke season after after the uh, the flu season. Does anybody not see the correlation? Does anybody not see the correlation? You get your flu shot, which is now turning into the COVID shot, and you have a stroke. <laughs> I mean, it's. At this point, folks, at this point, I mean, we're beating a dead horse. We got to put this horse to rest because I don't want to talk about this all the time. I, I think it's important. It is, but we have to move on to the next attack. The next attack is the cybersecurity attack. The next attack is they're going to be disrupting. Has anybody noticed that their cell phone's not working the same anymore? It's breaking more. It's calls are dropping. The connection sucks. You know, you'll be right in the middle of town and you'll lose all your bars. Right? Is anybody else noticing that? So that is a controlled thing 
that they are incrementally turning things down and deindustrializing stuff to where things break more. They don't, they can't expect to work all the time. We can't live in a society now where things function and we improve in our technologies now. Now the technology is set to disprove us and make us less reliable on technology, which I think is some in somewhat a good thing. It's good to be off your phone. It's good to get off of that crap and disconnect from all that. De rediscover yourself, rediscover your humanity. It's very, very important. And I think that's what's going to get us through into this future. Think of what would the Amish do, right? How do they function? How do they operate? How do they communicate? How do they collaborate? You know, there's that old famous video you can find online. It's fascinating. Uh, these Amish people building a shop, a giant shop in one day. And there's like 50 or 60 of them. And they do it in uh, a time-lapse format. They build the entire thing in a day. It's phenomenal and remarkable. And, and the teamwork and the way that they, they do things, I really do believe that the Amish are going to rule the world, uh, you know, after we all nuke each other and nothing works because nobody wants to work. That's another pet peeve. That's another thing that's been, I've been noticing tremendously is there's been massive layoffs. Nobody wants to work. Uh, what was I, oh gosh, there was this, there was this article. Oh, the FTC. I got this, uh, proposed banning non-compete clauses. Okay. So check this out. The federal trade commission proposed a new rule that would ban a, the, put a ban on non-compete clauses. The proposed rule that would prevent employees from entering into a non-complete clause with the workers and would require the employers to rescind existing non-compete clauses, basically stating Basically, basically stating, hey, yeah, you can come work for me. I'll teach you all the trade secrets. I'll treat, teach you everything that you need to know how to be successful uh, and, and work for me in my business. And then you could literally quit, tell me to kick rocks and go work for my competitor or start your own company. That's what the whole purpose of the non-compete clauses were. So now they're losing faith. Oh, this is so frustrating. So you're going to lose faith in the employer-employee relationship, right? Because it's got to be a team effort, and there has to be some type of accountability on the employee as well, right? The employer is giving this person an opportunity, teaching them everything that they need to know, putting them through acquisition. I know acquisition in my field is two years. Somebody has to work for two years until they can finally kind of start getting things and understanding things in my line of work. That's how long it takes. So that means the employer has to put up with the grade school level, uh, you know, understanding and teach somebody for two years. That's what the non-compete clause would be for to assure that they're going to stay in your employee because they, they can't just take what they know and then leave. Now the FTC is trying to ban the non-compete clause uh, which they're saying will hurt workers and harm competition. You know, that's just, it's, it, it, it's not true. I could see it argued on both ways. You know, tell me what you think. Write me at jm at noncompliantamerica.com. So that's, uh, that's just another little tidbit thing going on. Gold is going up, you know, but I saw another article um, talking about that with gold saying that inflation is going to outpace gold, which is what I've been talking about for weeks. And basically, 
the dollar amount that the gold is going up is not equating to how much inflation is going up. Inflation is skyrocketing, skyrocketing. Um, the housing markets collapsed year over year uh, by 33%. So the housing market sales have gone down 33% uh, versus last year. And that was a new report uh, that was just released today. So yeah, it's uh, it's down 33.99% is, uh, is what this graph is showing here. So we all knew it, folks. We all knew uh, this was going to happen, and it has to. The, understand, too, that the economy goes in cycles. It always has good times and bad times. Now, the bad times that we're facing, the bad times that we're seeing right now uh, have been controlled. They can't let you have your own stuff. They can't let you be successful. They can't have you grow your company. They need to destroy that. So what are they doing? They're going after your energy. They're going after your food. They're going after your kids. They're going after your livelihood. They're going after all of this stuff. But you know what? Good riddance to them. I'm down for the fight. And this New Zealand prime minister who locked everybody in their homes, didn't let people go five miles. Remember that? You couldn't go. I'm going to start the next segment with that. You couldn't go. You can't go more than five miles from your house. They had the whole state on lockdown and they did the mandatory vaccinations, everything. Now she's crying saying, oh my gosh, I'm getting so much pushback. Nobody, nobody likes me because she was the tyrant when we were all scared trying to figure out what was going on, she was the tyrant overlord that was dictating the end of your future and the end of your sovereignty and the end of your businesses. She was shutting down your businesses. She was sending the Gestapo to your house and locking you up for posting something on Facebook about not being compliant, about not appreciating them shutting down your business and not understanding why you have to wear a mask when a mask doesn't work. They were sending the Gestapo to their house. Remember that? And arresting moms around with their kids. It's crazy, man. So listen, we cannot and never forget, forget 9-11. That's never, that's, that's, that's a has-been now, right? It was an inside job anyway. Never forget the vaccine Nazis. Never forget the mask Nazis. Never forget the agencies, the predators, that have literally destroyed and altered our path for our future. It's time to regain our assertiveness and our confidence and put these tyrants where they belong. We need to have Nuremberg 2.0 trials and go after these people. And they're all in Davos right now meeting on the next coming pandemic. They're talking about the next thing, the next wave, the next destruction of your futures to put the nail in this coffin. Let's fight back against that. You're listening to Non-Compliant America. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the formal state of Oregon in FEMA Region 10. It's your host, Joshua Michael. Welcome back, folks. Final segment, Joshua Michael, Non-Compliant America. Just want to make a quick correction uh, when I'm stating, you know, 
let's move on from the 9-11 thing. 9-11 was an extraordinarily large tragedy. They killed thousands and thousands of innocent people. And just the uh, preposterous overreach of the government that came from that, uh, it's absolutely absurd. But compared to what they've done in the name of COVID, that was a baby step. Now it's a full-blown global takeover overreach program to where they're in your cell phones, they're in your communications, they're in your emails, they're in your text messages, they're in your videos, they're in everything. They're doing geo-tracking. They do facial recognition tracking. They have chips that they're rolling out and they've already rolled out. Oregon's announced that you have to have a real ID, which is the new ID system with the chip system in it in order to fly. Well, guess what? I'm not flying anymore. That's the end of that. Until we can get better uh, leadership, until we can push back this stuff. And we are pushing back to a degree. But are we really? Are we getting the successes that we think that we are? Are we receiving the victories? All we're doing, and this is the most important thing, is waking people up right now. We haven't even begun to fight these tyrants the way that we need to be fighting them. A lot of us are still children and babies in the understanding and the depths to which these people are conquering and taking over your life. That's why education is more important now than ever. But these people are so arrogant and more importantly, they have to uncloak themselves now for the next phase. They have to put it out in the open. They think most of us have gotten so much Stockholm syndrome that they are not going to be able to resist. They think they have enough AI systems to take over because a lot of our stupid asses are still communicating with Facebook and Twitter. Not necessarily Twitter now. Twitter's open for now. And Instagram and TikTok and, and all of these forms of communication that a lot of you people are still using and treating it as it is not a PSYOP and or a CIA program to track you. Do you not understand that this stuff is meant to get you from talking from your neighbor and talking to people in person? They want you to use your cell phone and talk to them directly through that. So they can monitor it. So they can track it. So they can see what you're talking about. Then they can order something in tandem to counter whatever it is you're planning or whatever it is that you're talking about. Do you not understand? Stop using your cell phones for everything. Leave it at home. Leave it at home. Don't answer it. Don't hover over it. Don't let it become your God. Because that's all they're using. That's why those people, that's why Greta Thunberg is laughing at these reporters when they're asking about real climate change questions. That's why Klaus Schwab is laughing at these people. Because he knows if he just sits on the sidelines for a certain period of time over the next five or ten years and just rolls out his agenda, everybody's going to run to their cell phone to try to protect them. They're going to be communicating through their cell phone. And that's right where they want you. You fool. So, 
the most important thing is you have to start engaging back in your humanity. You have to. That's what we have to do. You need to reach out to those people. And when you reach out to somebody, don't call them. Show up at their door. Knock on their door. And if they're offended by that, maybe you guys shouldn't be friends. You know what? Because that's, that's what needs to be done. That's how we restore our republic. You know, amongst other things. But don't rely on your phone to be your God. Do not let it rule over you. That's why these people are sitting back and laughing. Because you don't even have enough self-control to get off of your phone for a day. That's why they're laughing. That's why they don't care. Granted, they're running scared, but they're going to go hide in their little bunkers until all this stuff unfolds and hopes that half the population dies, most of the economy collapses, and they're going to go, <laughs> those guys are just on their phones all the time. Those guys are just on their phones, you know, those fools. It's a fool's errand. You know, why do you think that they all meet in person? You know, one of these reporters made a good point when he was talking to Greta. He's like, hey, Greta, you're so concerned about the climate change. You got all these billionaires rolling in on their private jets. If you're so concerned about that, why don't you denounce that? Why didn't you host the World Economic Forum on a Zoom chat and saved all of those emissions? But they don't want to talk about that. They're the upper class. They think they rule you because those people, I guarantee you, they're not on their phones all day trying to get information. That's why they do the real time meetings. More importantly, they probably like to do some sort of sick rituals that nobody knows about. But more importantly, they understand the value. They understand the value. They understand the value of that in-person communication. There's something to that. And we need to re-grasp that. And a lot of us are. A lot of people are understanding. I had a great time. I went to uh, went out and met with some friends last night. And it was a great time. Nobody was on their phone. Everybody was talking. Everybody was huddled around just having good conversations. We were talking about hard topics, soft topics, fun topics. But we were having a real experience. And... We really have to reach out to our youth, folks. We really got to reach out to our youth. If you're a parent that is giving your kid an iPad and they're eight years old and they're giving them a phone and they're in headphones or the Oculus Rift, 3D goggles, glasses, everything else, understand that is exactly where they want you to take your children. That is the induction process. So if you can, Reach out to them. Tell your kids you love them. Go out and do stuff. Leave your phone at home. Because you're also a victim of that also. Your phone might be distracting you as well. And I don't want to make this a whole phone bashing segment, but Lord willing, it needs to be. And we all need to have that hard talk and understand if we cannot do this, if you cannot detach from this, this is going to be the end of us. Because I know that they're rolling out. So I got hit up by a state senator of the state of Oregon to put in utilities infrastructure for the new 5G grid system. Morally, I cannot do that, even though that's in my expertise and I can do that. Some people tell me, yeah, take the money, use it to fight them. 
I, it, it's such a it's such a moral dilemma for me because there's billions of dollars being allotted for this state to roll out the new grid system and to put 5G towers everywhere. They're putting them in street lights that are going to engage and communicate with your phone, with your vehicle, with your car, with all your little smart devices that you guys wear, your little smart watches and crap. That stuff is meant to enslave you. It's meant to conquer you and completely captivate your life to where once it is that you have a moment that you need to resist, you're not going to be able to because nobody's going to be able to get a hold of you. So when this cyber threat, cyber security's destructional thing, dilemma, the new pandemic that they're all sitting around talking about, when that happens, if you're going to run to your phone and thinking that your phone's going to save you, they saw you coming. So more importantly now than ever, stay vigilant. Thank you guys very much for listening. I'm Joshua Michael of Noncompliant America. Make sure to visit noncompliantamerica.com and subscribe and watch your six.